0: Power Project family, how's it going? Now, I want to talk to you guys about within you hydration specifically. They have This Is The Way, which is an amazing protein that tastes really f-ing good. There's a the fasting gum. But the hydration is very interesting because there's no other electrolyte supplement like it out on the market. It has 60 milligrams of magnesium, 320 potassium, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, but it also has 500 milligrams of aminos, essential amino acids, and then two milligrams of zinc. Two amazing flavors, blueberry lemon and a salted caramel. That's mm-hmm. you, Andrew. That is me. So, guys, favorite. You, you know how important electrolytes are? They help you perform better. You don't get cramps during workouts. And, I mean with the diets you need good electrolytes so Andrew how can they check it out
1: yes that's over at markbellslingshot.com and at checkout enter promo code powerproject10 to save 10% off your entire order Uh, links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes
2: you never brought up that clip of Biden falling
1: oh Oh, I I did find it though hold on let me
0: get back onto YouTube Biden fails are always just just a little fun to watch you know it's sad though because he's really old so it, it is like He's super old. In my mind, it's somewhat elder abuse, but... Eh. On, let me mute it. So I don't wanna... oh, that... uh, Joe Baden. Mm. Why
1: is... I fucking hate shorts. God. Stupid. Here we go. This will work.
0: <laughs> 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 He's so happy. <laughs> Look at him. He even took the one hand off the, the steering thing. Dare He's doing He's doing pretty him. good. Yeah. Is he like 81? Damn, is he really? I don't there know. He's go, old see? as fuck, though. Plants the foot. Oh, <laughs> the right foot. Oh, <laughs> i oh.
1: laughing at something that's happening off-camper, I promise. But yeah, his foot got caught on the um,
2: the pedal.
0: Oh, Wham. Joe can't ba- catch a break,
2: man. Whoever gave him that bike, they're fired.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no. It's like somebody on. fucked up. Well, hey, he didn't break a hip. I think I mean he seems to have a fairly resilient body cuz like many 80 is he 81? I, I think tripping? he
2: I think he's definitely late 70s if not in his, into his 80s. Um he kind of jogs everywhere a little bit too. You'll see like he when he hops on the plane and stuff like that, he kind of does a little a little run and maybe that's just like I don't know, maybe he's just trying to show
0: off or something but <laughs> Yeah. Seems like he's got a little pep in his step. He's 79. He I mean he you know, he's in shape even though cognitively some things may trip up here and there he's he's got it i don't know why our presidents are so old yeah, like so.
2: shouldn't there be like an age right like a cutoff like you got to get in before you're 65
0: yeah that that would be nice Like, didn't,
2: haven't we had a lot of people on the podcast that talk about how like you automatically mm-hmm. like lose a little bit even when you're healthy mm. well, as you get older like just a little bit of cognitive stuff like how good of how good of an idea is any of this <laughs>
0: Hey, we're, 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 we're going to see. the next few years, will tell us. <laughs> How old was Trump? He was pretty old, too. Yeah, he was old. Yeah, he was in his 70s. Right? And who was before Trump? Obama? Obama was, he was pretty young. Yeah, he, well, at, least, at least he looked young, for, for sure. <sighs> that presidency, man. Always the, the presidency before and afters are so wild. Mm-hmm. Man, because you could just see the stress <laughs> age <laughs> them. It's got to you know? be brutal. Yeah. That's wild,
2: man. I'm going to send you this clip, Andrew. I'll email it to you. Which one? The Burt Kreischer one. Oh, I gotcha. You he got, he got, he got really her. I gotcha. he Got her cranked up already. Yeah. All right, you guys just well, want to play this. Burt,
0: actually. Yeah, I don't know how old he let me is. Look that
2: up. Yeah, it's the one with his hand over mm-hmm. his head. There. I the think he did with his daughter was cool too. I'm talking about Isn't Father's it? Day was pretty dope. All right, you guys want to just play this? Yeah. yeah. He's forty nine. Forty nine years hey, you know old. Do this because I know I'm gonna fuck that up. Here we go.
1: That's some fucking music.
2: This is pretty dope. To get you fired up for a workout.
0: <laughs> I will never quit drinking. <laughs> I will never quit drinking. I will always make sure that I can keep my body healthy enough so that I can always drink. <laughs> uh, let's motor, motor. I love seeing a sunrise with a cocktail, seeing a sunset with a cocktail, having friends walk into your house with a bottle of wine, getting on a plane. Can I get you something? Double Jack on the rocks. I'm fully loaded. <laughs> I love the moment someone says, hey, we should get a drink. Hey, I want to hear this it. This guy's fucked up. At a brunch, someone goes, we do Ramosas? And then the theater goes, Actually, we have a This is going to be the best day ever. <laughs> For loaded tour, baby, I will never quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good. That's, I want to see him live. Drinking is fun, man. I just want to hang out with them. Is it? It can be. It can be. I've, it's like it kind of a lot
2: of fun. <laughs> yeah, it can. It can really like. I mean, in good company, it can really be great. Yeah, I think sometimes it could be not so great, but.
0: It's what's your you, experience? My experience is like. Uh, w- the few times where it's gone too far, cause I've gotten drunk and being drunk mm-hmm. is cool, but getting so drunk that the next day is shit. I just, I hated that so much that I was just like, after a few times I was just like, nah, I can't, I mm-hmm. can't do this. I got too much stuff that I like to do while feeling good. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. It's like people can still feel okay and get through certain things, but I don't like to, I like to feel really mm-hmm. good. I like to feel sharp and, uh, it doesn't allow me to feel sharp. What about just getting a little tipsy? I like tipsy. This is this is the thing, though. You know, I had a – when I was a little bit younger, I had a – not even a little bit younger. It was last year or the year before or whatever. Um, and a few years, I was like going wine tasting and I was getting into wine not because I was like, oh, I love wine, but I was just, I thought it was just something that... Look at the legs on this wine. <laughs> right, right? I was like, I want to learn about wine because, you know, it's its a thing adults do. <laughs> like, legit in my mind, I was just like, you know, its it, it's probably cool to be able to know a bit about wine and talk about it mm-hmm. and learn about it. And it does taste kind of good. And I'd rather do this or drink this than hard, you know, tequila and shit. But truly i didn't give a fuck so i stopped Mm -hmm. um and i'm i'm not like i'm not anti-wine or anything but i don't drink because of the influence of other people anymore because at that time i was like this is something that i just should do because this is like the outside but i have no drive for it
2: (laughs) i like that a lot i like that i think that's great you know that you're not it's not like only influenced by other people. I think having some influence from other people, I don't think it's necessarily bad, Mm-mm. but having that influence or feeling that pressure all the time, um, I think it's good to be observant of all behaviors, and it's not easy to kind of zoom out from your behaviors of like, what do you do when you have people over? Like, do you always have to eat? Do you always have to drink? Do you uh, always need to have something in front of you? Like, Because there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot more social anxiety than people give credit to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what drinking does is like lowers that barrier of having some social angst. Like you would think like us, oh, we're just all friends. Like we can all just like hang out, but think about the three of us. We, we hang out and uh, there's very, very rarely alcohol involved. So that's not our go-to for us. Yeah. Our go-to is like, Hey, let's go for a walk. Like that's the most fun thing that we can figure out is uh, going for a walk or, Hopping into the gym and, and working on some stuff or sitting here working on the podcast, but I think sometimes people start to associate certain people and certain places, obviously like a bar or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, with
0: like, we're going to go drink yeah, you know th- this is the thing though about about alcohol it's like i't don't, I don't drink a lot of it. Like I went to a dinner with my my girlfriend and a few of her friends that came to town. I got a mixed drink. Like uh, I'll do that. Um, I'm a super lightweight since I don't drink often. So that one drink took me where I needed to be. And that was nice. Uh, I do like really good. um, I like really good bourbon. Right. And I have that in the house, but it legit has been in the same level for like the past nine months because I rarely touch it. I'll I'll touch it every now and then. Uh, Same with whiskey. I'll touch it every now and then, but it's not something like I am lucky enough that number one, I've seen people, uh, I had a relationship once with someone who just drank too much. So I was able to just see the deleterious effects of drinking way too much and not having control over it. And that was always something that I found extremely unattractive, not just in that individual, but then I'm like, I was like, I just don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I, I just don't, for me personally, I'll do it in social settings, but since I'm a lightweight, I, since I don't drink often, it's uh, it plays itself out. I'll need one drink and I'm good. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, for a lot of people though, like um, it's, for me, I remember saying like, I don't know how I'm going to have fun if I quit drinking. Like that, I was that tied to it but mm. a lot of people though it's called you know uh, confidence in a can or liquid confidence social
2: lubricant it, liquid courage yeah
1: yeah it yeah liquid courage it beer just, muscles it changes like your thought process on everything you basically stop thinking and you just start saying what the hell is just first thing that comes to your mind yeah and thankfully for me it was usually pretty damn good like i was pretty charismatic i was very confident mm. I wasn't second-guessing anything.
2: You're we like, I'm going to tell that bouncer over there that he should take more steroids. Yeah. It's going to be really funny. Yeah. and it, it, But like, I mean, I, I never did that. But like
1: in that situation where like like you want to make a stupid joke where it's like offending somebody, but it's like funny, uh, it would always work out when I was drunk. Like if I wasn't drunk, it would like fall flat and like start shooting You know, it's like, so it just, it was weird. Like it's just everything kind of just like fell into place when I would be drinking. Yeah.
2: And so it was really hard
1: to be like, I'm not going to
2: do that anymore. I think someone like Burt Kreischer, you know, he's also like the life of the party. And then when you become that person, then it's very difficult. Uh, And then like, if you, even if you just like, don't drink for a day or a night, people like, oh, what are you on? Some special diet, (laughs) you know, (laughs) people uh, come on, bro. Like, what are you, you know, what are you doing type of thing? But I think with someone like him, there was a couple other things I observed. And I know it's like silly to like break this down because he's having fun and he's just talking. Um, But He did mention, like, seeing the sunrise and seeing the sunset. So to me, that kind of tells me, like, this is a guy who just doesn't want to miss out on life. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't seem like he is. It seems like he has a lot of things uh, in order. Uh, Does he drink too much? I don't know him personally, so I can't really say. I've never been around him, never met him. So I don't don't truly know. But what he showed in, in the video seems like excessive for sure. But is it negatively impacting his day to day? If it's not affecting his job, if it's not negatively impacting his health, which it could be, um, if it's not having like a real negative impact on a lot of the other aspects of his life, then maybe it's okay, or maybe it's just okay for a period
0: of time. You know, some people just love to party. I, I think I've heard – I've listened to bears before and I've heard Burt say that he just he just doesn't want to He's miss out on the party. fucking funny. <laughs> He's hilarious and he just doesn't want to miss out on the party. And, you know, I think – I don't want to bring in my bias because I don't give a fuck about partying. Like I really don't. I could go my whole life without ever going to another party. I truly could. And I think that kind of informs like I guess the way I look at drinking because if you're someone who likes partying and that's not a bad thing, my my question or my wonder is – there could be a way for people to love to party and also stay healthy, right? Like you can love to party and you don't have to drink excessively in a way that it fucks up your sleep because we know how you're getting good sleep will affect your longevity, your memory, your your cognitive abilities during the day. Can you somehow balance that um, and you, know, you don't need to stop doing what you love if it's partying with whoever, but how can we... Or how can individuals that love that have it all? So how can you be healthy? Because, you know, there are some people who are in really good shape, but how can you make sure you're at least really healthy um, while drinking a bit, while being able to party and having the life you want? Because, you know, if the life you want has you partying quite a bit, it doesn't make sense to remove that aspect of your life if you then don't enjoy life. Mm. Right. Everyone's mm. life is different. You don't need to be like fucking myopic and just so focused mm. on fitness like we are. That That's not the thing. But how can you have it all but still, mm. you know, live a life that you truly enjoy, a healthy life that you truly enjoy since the health aspect is what we're focused on.
2: And I would imagine like there shouldn't be anything that holds him back from being able to lose body fat if that's something that he chooses to do. Mm. Uh, even the alcohol, it should be. Alcohol, to some extent, should be fair game. Maybe he's got to make some adjustments to the type of alcohol so he's mm-hmm. not getting too many calories from just the alcoholic beverages themselves because that could really add up over time. But, uh and again, I don't know his business. I don't know what he does uh, from a eating perspective, but what if he used a little bit of intermittent fasting or what if he tried uh, eating every other day? Like there's a lot of things you can incorporate – Uh, or implement that maybe he just hasn't really tried yet but again the alcohol is not going to necessarily interfere it's not like the alcohol completely shuts you down from being able to burn fat although it can because I heard that you have to metabolize the alcohol first in order for your body to get into Mm. like a fat burning I don't even know how true that is Mm -hmm. but uh, my point being is that there's nothing restricting him from uh, finding a way to not overeat every day, finding a way to be in a caloric deficit. There's nothing preventing him from exercising. However, again, if he's drinking too much and he's got to sleep in till noon and then he's got requirements to work on his writing because he's got a show coming up and, and see, like he looks like he's a busy fucking guy. Oh, absolutely. A lot of shit going on. And he's been a high-level comedian for a really long time, so – uh, he's also a, a father. He's also married. Like, you know, there's, there's other obligations in his life. And uh, potentially, if the drinking is negatively impacting that, that would be something to look at and say, well, can we figure out a way to cut back a bit? A way for me that was worked well, again, I've never been that attached to drinking, so it's not really a much of a thing for me. I just don't if – if I'm going to drink, I only like to have a little bit of alcohol – And when I have food with alcohol, it seems like I, seems like I become a bottomless pit in both (laughs) directions. It seems like I can keep drinking and I don't feel it nearly as much. Mm -hmm. And it feels like I can eat forever. I can't, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't fill up and like food loses its flavor and everything, especially once I get past, you know, having like two or three drinks. So if I'm going to have a drink, it's going to be like before dinner. Maybe with like an appetizer, I'm going to have like a drink. I probably didn't eat much for the day, so that drink's going to hit Mm -hmm. me pretty good. It's going to put me right into that magic spot that we're talking about of being a little bit silly, but not too silly. (laughs) And uh, that, for me, that works really well. And so anytime we go out to eat or we do something as a uh, – maybe some we get together with another couple or something like that, or my wife and I go out. It's like I might have a drink before we leave the house. I may have a drink at the destination that we're at, and that's that's going to be it. I'm not going to drink anymore because if I drink more than that, I know for sure I'm going to go off my diet. And if I continue to drink and drink and, and start to get to five glasses of wine or something like that, that's not going to feel good the next day. Not that I feel terrible, uh, but I just won't feel good, and I'm probably going to want more sleep than normal, and we know that the sleep is compromised, right? Yeah,
1: I was just going to, you already had said it, but like in regards to someone like Burt Kreischer could definitely uh, try some intermittent fasting. I just remember taking a shot on an empty stomach and you feel every little just last drip just all the way down into your stomach and it's boiling down there. You're just like, ooh, like, yeah, I felt that one. So it can make you feel, uh, you know, make the alcohol a little bit stronger when it doesn't, it's not actually stronger. But for everybody listening, like, Bert Kreischer has kind of built this life around like him drinking. So it's I'm not going to say it's easy for him because he does work hard, but like it would be very difficult for someone like me to try to, you know, be the, the life of the party and still keep my shit straight because I don't, I'm not going to say he gets paid to be drunk, but let's be honest. We all watch this. We're all talking about him because he likes to drink a lot. So this is the life that he's kind of built around it. his, uh, his uh, like his, not need just
2: like a fitness influencer exactly right
1: yeah so that is yeah that's a perfect way to put it so just you know before people start thinking like if he could do it i'm gonna do it it's like well he's he's not you know working at an office yeah certain
2: certain, uh franchises build the team around the one guy right and then Mm -hmm. the the whole team is to kind of help you know showcase that person i think with what you're talking about he just picks stuff that would help showcase a lot of the things about him that are fun and that yeah. are exciting. Cause like that video is fun, that video is funny. <laughs> it's awesome, it's been shared a lot and millions of people have
0: seen it. You know, uh, this is an interesting thing is thinking about first off why you're drinking because um, are you, like what, what's the intention? Do you like to drink to drink or do you want to drink to get the feeling so that you feel a little bit loose in social settings? Right, when I usually drink um, and I think when most people drink it's not because they love the taste of alcohol. Some people do. Some people like. Some people love beer. They have they six love the packs smell every and night. Taste and stuff right? like that. Yeah. Beer and a pizza. Right. right. <laughs> See. So <laughs> this is funny because this podcast is now going to turn into all right. How to program your <laughs> drinking? Because I think that's where we're getting. And, and this is a really this is a really cool thing. If if you think about the times when you're going to be partying or doing whatever, right? That might usually be on the weekends for most people. You don't want to build up too much of a tolerance to alcohol. So that means you probably don't want to be doing it every single day. Because if you build up a tolerance, that means that now when you're in the setting where you need the alcohol, you now need too much alcohol to get your booty loose. You know what I mean? So <laughs> the, the best thing to do... <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing to do is, first off, don't drink too much during the week. Because that's the thing with me. Mm. I noticed that like when I was at dinner the other night, I just needed one drink. And I was... I. I couldn't drive home. <laughs> I couldn't drive home. Yeah. So I don't – my, my tolerance is – I have a bitch tolerance. So that's one thing that you could try to have. It's just a really bad tolerance so that it doesn't take you as much alcohol to get tipsy or where you need to be. Um, and then that probably won't affect your sleep as much as if you had multiple mm-hmm. drinks. And then you go to sleep and your sleep is fucked. And then the next day you have a hangover. So that's one thing. The second thing is get some electrolytes. Right? Uh, every single person that I that I know that loves to party, I always tell them to get electrolytes. And drink some goddamn water. Drink some water. Drink some water in between drinking those drinks. Mm-hmm. But especially have electrolytes on you. Drink electrolytes before and then drink electrolytes after because everyone that I know that used to get hangovers – immediately after having some electrolytes and partying and going up the next day, they always give me a text or a call and I can see my holy shit. (laughs) I don't feel like shit right now. Mm -hmm. Well, why? It's because you're able to stay hydrated. Right. So that, that, that'll make a big difference for all y'all too, who love to drink. Dilute that shit a little bit and have some water in between. Um, the
2: electrolytes is definitely, uh, an awesome hack. And I think that might be, uh, part of the reason like, um, why a lot of my friends and people that I know uh, have had less issues with drinking in the last couple of years because I was always like, hey, I, I get it. You, you you like to drink, but can you drink <laughs> a thing of water that's like of equal size or even half that amount of water yeah. in between? Can you drink your drink and then wait to get another drink until you have done something with the water that's in front of you? Yeah, mm-hmm. it,
1: it's tough, though, because, you know, what you're talking about with tolerance – people pride themselves on how much they can drink. Oh, I yeah. can outdrink drink everybody here. And then the thing <laughs> with the water, it's like, really, you're going to be a bitch and drink some water right now. Like get another beer. So it's like, fuck dude. Like it, it's puts people in a weird spot, but they just have to
0: get over that shit. I've always found that so interesting. Cause I always brag about how little alcohol I need to well, get wasted. Um, <laughs> right. Sir, <laughs> like, you're, <that's> you're, my- <laughs> you're a confident, strong man that knows jujitsu
1: uh, again, going back because this used to be my people. Like, yeah, didn't have anything the only thing that you can have is i can drink more than that guy uh, yeah, that, like that's that all they thing. have <laughs> sorry not everybody listening to some people but when you get into those situations it's like it becomes a competition and yeah. then also like holding your pee longer like stupid shit that like that thing? fuck yeah it is <laughs> really? like really you're going pee again damn must be weird to have a little bladder <laughs> that so then you don't want to fill up your your you know your bladder with more water you're just mm. like i gotta
2: put more beer you know down the hatch wow Dudes suck. Just put it that way. Like, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> well, I remember we had uh, Maria Emrick on the show, and she was mm. talking about, um, you like, know, she's kind of more on the carnivore side sick. of things. And uh, she talked about a beer belly, and you know, guys talking about yeah. beer and how manly beer is. She's like having <laughs> going around with a big beer belly is not manly. She's mm-hmm. like, if anything, it's a big bolus of estrogen that you yep. got <laughs> kind of sitting right there on your body, and you can't see your cock. And you can't nope. see your dick, and if you could, you might have to like maneuver yourself around to be able to see it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it is definitely one of the like the 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 biggest like mind tricks. You know, is like oh, you got to be a man if to and drink beer, but it's like yeah, it does raise your estrogen levels and it raises your body fat and makes you lazy and just fucks you all up, but. We're talking about,
2: like, the, like super drunk side. We're not talking, like, a drink at dinner, though. I got to also say, because there's people listening right now who are like, fuck these guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I got to also admit, I've never mowed the lawn and drank a beer. And mm-hmm. it's probably, you know, people are like, it's so me you a may-. man? Yeah, hey so, people get so mad. They're like, that's so good. That's the best thing ever, doing some yard work and then having a beer. But I just... Mm-hmm. I've never done it. So just, i starting to agree with
0: the people that are thinking you're a bit questionable. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm questionable in many ways. I've yeah. never gotten my hands dirty once, and I think people hate me for it, but I'm never going to mow a lawn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm too rich, bitch!
2: <laughs> I need to mow a well, lawn, too. My, my grass is
1: getting Have long. you
2: done that? Have you mowed the lawn and had a beer? No. No, I've never done that. No.
1: I've, I mow the lawn on a regular basis, but not... Let me think. of No, I. No. Dude, this is a whole other show. Like yeah, we got to talk about. That's for man. We I got. <laughs>
0: <gotta, this laughs> no, his name is Pedro. And I him. Is. Andrew.
2: <laughs> that um, sounds about right. On, on his behalf, I'm sorry. Okay, his thank name you. is
0: Pedro. <laughs> So yeah too. i
2: don't know we'll talk after <laughs> in
0: my phone he's pedro Long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it keeps getting worse, keeps getting worse. <laughs> oh my gosh fuck my relatives <laughs> i'm like what's your last name dude zero goes <laughs> out oh yeah, be sick. Makes sense. that would be there's dumb. not
1: too many of us out here that'd mm. be amazing
0: oh fuck man Bad Project Family, how's it going? Now, as you guys know, we have been talking about cold therapy for a while. Mark, Andrew, and myself, we all use cold plunge XLs since we're pretty big. Mm -hmm. But the cold plunge is amazing. And there are a lot of cold therapy tools out there. Obviously, you can use your shower. But the amazing thing about the cold plunge is number one, it doesn't take up much space in your home or your backyard. And number two, You don't need to change your water, unlike other cold therapy devices, for six months to a year. It filters itself. Let's not even talk about all the benefits of cold plunging, like the dopamine release, how good you feel after doing it, and just the cascade of hormones that happens after you get in some really cold water. It's crazy, and we love it. So, Andrew, how can they get it?
1: Absolutely. You guys got to head over to thecoldplunge.com and at checkout, enter promo code POWERPROJECT to save $150 off your very own cold plunge. Again, thecoldplunch.com links to them down in the description
0: as well as the podcast show notes well how about other substances well, you know what i guess we could stay on the topic of alcohol but honestly there have been times where i've like popped a few kratom before mm-hmm. going to certain things because like we'll use a little bit of mind bullet before podcasting but the thing is it does get you in a little bit of a better yeah you know mood yeah, yeah. right if and it's it, gonna enhance the moment why not yeah 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 I just like
2: mushrooms on a, like people do mushrooms a lot when they go on hikes and things like that. Right. And it's like, fun. Yeah. If it, fuck man, if it enhances stuff and you don't really notice a real downside to it. The thing with Bert Kreischer, you know, and again, I think there's so many other aspects he mentions, he's talking about health. Um, He doesn't have the look of someone that's healthy at the moment. Mm. He has acquired some excess body weight around the midsection. Right. Um, how much weight does he have to lose? I don't know. If he lost like 10% of his body weight, that'd probably be a really good start. Probably be about, uh, I think he's like 250. So it'd be like 25 pounds. So if he lost like 25 pounds, that would be good. But like he doesn't... He has a good frame. He does have a good frame. Like his arms and legs look fine. It's just he just has a... A belly and even right there like laying down <laughs> though, this zoom in pa- package shot there <laughs> <love this> <laughs> he's such an american it's great his face is so red <laughs> God damn. Well, that's that's just it right he's playing into like the american psyche the american mm. dream of like you can have it all and there's so- how many how many people go to his show and i mean look at stone cold you know right Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, he would drink beer and and beat up the boss. And like, I mean, people just really, it really resonated with people. Mm -hmm. And uh, people go to, uh, they go to baseball games, they go to football games, they have a lot of drinks, they get fired up, they're yelling, they paint their chest, they like Mm -hmm. smacking around their buddies. They kind of get in like, you know, they wrestle and fucking get all fired up. And you're not going to do that when you're not drinking. (laughs) And I think. The other side of health that isn't talked about enough is community, having a good time, mm. having a lot of fun mm-hmm. having good relationships like does this guy can this guy check the boxes off on that stuff? It looks like it right it looks like he has yeah. um a lot of other things in his life that he can feel great about
0: yeah
2: that uh probably um that probably have him relatively healthy now like is his blood pressure off is that this off that off um i think he's gotten some blood work done and stuff i don't know any of the results of any of that stuff but i mean my main recommendation for him would be just to simply figure out a way to get through each day uh with um eating more protein and cutting back on uh some of the uh some of the Types of food that he eats that it's hard for him to control how much he eats,
0: and he's he's pretty fucking strong. Like he's this, making two twenty five. And he's really very easy. athletic. Yeah, there's something about his frame. Like <laughs> he has a belly, but like when you see him stand, like when you saw his legs in that water, you can tell there's an athlete. He's he's done shit. Oh, yeah. I don't know what he's done, but he's <laughs> done shit. Even though he has that belly. Now, actually, I have a question for the audience because I think um, there's probably a lot of things that I'm personally missing in t- in terms of the enjoyment of like. A lot of alcohol, so for those of you who if you believe that you 're pretty balanced with your alcohol intake and you like it and it 's something that you you 're going to keep in your life substantially, uh, but you 've been found a way to balance it in your life, how do you make sure to balance your alcohol intake and your health i 'm curious from the people who aren 't doing it often what they do because there 's one thing you mentioned which is really important a lot of people i 've found that alcohol exacerbates their food intake. Like it messes things up Mm. in terms of their appetite and their food. Like when they drink, they end up eating more and it ends up turning into a spiral because you end up eating more because you're drinking more and then you'll sleep and then because your sleep is fucked up because of the alcohol intake, the next day you're even hungrier. So you eat even more the next day and it could be a few days later again that you drink close to your bedtime and then it cycles again into the next day where it's just this vicious cycle of lack of benefit. Um, That's why it's like, it, 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 the drinking thing is really tough, especially being able to drink quite a bit and staying really healthy because it doesn't help good habits. Like it, it, it doesn't make things that like the one of the biggest things, which is your sleep. It doesn't allow you to do that in a good way. So that means the next day you have to be hyper focused on not not letting those craving triggers get you to take action on eating food. So it just seems like it seems like a battle that I'd much rather just not fight.
2: You know? I don't know what um, – I don't know exactly what alcohol does. Um, I don't know what it does to the brain and, and so forth. But uh, when I did the diet of one bottle of wine a day <laughs> – Oh, Jesus. How long and, did you do that? Uh, I did it for five days. Okay. And it was interesting. I mean I did lose some weight, but I mean there's just like a <laughs> calorie equation to everything too. I had one regular meal, drank a bottle of wine a day. It was really hard to figure out how to do it with like – commuting and driving places i was like (laughs) how the fuck uh so i had to (laughs) kind of switch things up from what was recommended to drink just later in the day um but it's of a tesla yeah yeah let the the tesla drive for you um but what was interesting about it is you were saying like how it doesn't help with habits and and i agree with that but where it can be a little bit helpful but i just also think you need to be careful is i think it can make you feel good and we can't ever underestimate the power mm. of feeling good. Mm-hmm. Kratom makes you feel good. Caffeine makes you feel good. Um, it's, a, it's a really dangerous thing to chase, though. And it's a dangerous thing to really lean on.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going
2: to feel good, you know? Um, working out is a really amazing thing because it doesn't always work out. Like, <laughs> it, it it doesn't always work that you always, like, you will potentially – always feel a little bit better after you worked out from yeah. where you started. But you o- you won't always feel amazing. And I mean, it's kind of the same thing that happened with alcohol, depending on setting and who you're with and stuff like that. Sometimes it doesn't work that great. But for the most time, most, most of the time when it comes to a drug, uh, caffeine, kratom, uh, alcohol in this instance, mm-hmm. it will do about the same thing every time. And so I think that can be dangerous sometimes to kind of like, it could be like a could be your favorite song you're trying to search for your favorite song and you think it's gonna do something to you specifically and get you fired up or put you in a particular mood, and it just doesn't and you're like oh that's mm-hmm. weird it still didn't hit me the way that I wanted it to. I think having that reliance and that dependence on something where you know that it's a stable thing this is gonna this is gonna do this to me this yeah. is gonna make me this way, and i don't like that i don't like to have stuff make me i'd rather I'd rather utilize alcohol where I'm already in a pretty good mood. I uh-huh. feel really in control, and maybe I'll have one, maybe I'll have three, but I just I just want to enjoy this moment with some other people, and I'm in control of this moment, and I'm kind of dictating my mood, and I'm going to dictate
0: how much of this I have. A dark dark? place that alcohol can get to because i had a very close friend who when he was in college he got into the habit of drinking but then it would always be when he was in social settings trying to hang out with girls he'd drink but then what happened is because he'd be drinking when he'd be doing this all the times where he'd have sex with women he was kind of drunk or kind of tipsy so he literally couldn't get aroused mm. around women because of that habit that was he wasn't purposefully setting this habit but because the setting always led to him drinking then having sex if game two now i'm not If I'm not drunk or I'm not tipsy, I can't get aroused with women. And this is something that happens to to a lot of people that drink heavily in these types of settings. It it then becomes that you then need alcohol to be able to perform and you don't want to build that type of habit loop. You know, it could happen with weed. It could happen with a lot of things. If you always need substances to loosen yourself up in settings, you're going to then that substance becomes the catalyst for you to be able to do what you need to do. This is women's fault. (laughs) <laughs> right this comes all
2: that like to guys women. wouldn't dance if it wasn't for chips dancing <laughs> at a club and then the guys they have to drink in order to dance i mean you see how this works we're <laughs> fucked man yeah God damn it
1: before i forget there's a uh it's a short film uh it's it's amazing it's uh tj miller's in it but it's called successful alcoholics hmm. it's it's pretty funny you're not gonna it's get TJ you're not gonna get like any life- altering like message from it but it's just funny it's a couple that like they're just all like they're alcoholics but he's just like it's okay we're successful we can do this but it's it's mm. it's pretty good but what you guys are talking about is like um which I I leaned on it a lot was like it was my escape I had to get drunk I had to that's what I wanted to do every night because I'm like fuck dude I want to go to work like my job sucks mm-hmm. and when it when it came to like the weekends that's when I would really let loose. I didn't have to worry about the next day because I didn't have any habits that I gave a fuck about. Yeah. My whole goal was just like get up, try to manage this hangover, get food in me so I could do it again tonight. That's the whole, that's all it was. And because I didn't want to face reality, I didn't like where I was. And it was, it like you said, Mark, it made me feel really good. Yeah. So now it's really hard to tell somebody like, no, eventually if you go through a really, really rough patch, you'll feel really good without it. But in that moment it's like, well, how about I just crack this bottle open and feel good right now? It's and imagine really hard. If,
2: Yeah, imagine if instead like you hit a heavy bag for thirty minutes or you mm. ran or mm-hmm. you you know, I know like again, people are like, These guys are so fucking boring. With their <laughs> health and fitness bullshit. <laughs> but again, yeah. it's it's a nice safety net to have to mm-hmm. rely on that. I think any of us would want our uh our kids or and see as future child to like have that reliance on i'm gonna act, go actually like take care of this myself
1: yeah. yeah i don't
2: feel great about i'm pissed at something i'm sad i'm mad i'm uh man that's weird i i don't feel myself today i feel kind of depressed i'm Fuck. you know what probably the best thing is for me to get in that cold plunge or the best thing is for me to go do that run or mm-hmm. go hit up that workout
0: you know Truly, we, we talked about the cocaine and the cold plunge, um, you know, comparison Great as combo. far as burning, yeah. burning, <laughs> getting the cold, ready to go. Two <laughs> ball in the actual cold. <laughs> Just have Just a line on, on, on the edge. On the edge, yeah. Smooth. <laughs> But, you know, um, Andrew Huberman was mentioning how he knew like, – actually, it wasn't Andrew. It was um, Dopamine Nation, Anna Lemke. Mm. Anna Lemke, mm-hmm. in her book, she talked about somebody who was a cocaine addict and how they ended up switching because of the release of dopamine from cold plunging. They ended up just going straight in on cold every fucking day. And that Damn. became their switch from coke to cold. So you can – change because of the dopamine release from getting into a cold plunge it's legit but you can change these habits um with healthier things that can elicit the same type of adrenaline dopamine you can do it in in a healthier way um so that's 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 nothing to scoff at i know that we sound like psychopaths sometimes with how much we rely on exercise and and doing shit but one of the reasons why we rely on that is because it's it's our drug of choice. Mm-hmm. As fucking cheesy as that sounds, like yeah. it is the it, it, all the releases of hormones that happens. It is our drug of choice for a lot of stressful situations.
2: You get you get that from anything that you tell yourself that you want to do and that you actually go do. That's why I touch the wall on both sides of the gym every time when I drag the sled because I'm like I'm going to drag the sled this way. I'm going to touch this when I go run. I'm going to run this distance when I run when I finish, whether it's a long time that it took me or a short time that it took me, either Mm -hmm. way, I'm proud. I'm like, I set out to do that. I did that today. Check. The same thing happens with our nutrition. You know, there's that book, The Body Keeps Score. Mm -hmm. Your body, your brain, your mind, your spirit, it all keeps score. It knows like when you're fucking up and it knows when you're doing really well. And it's, you know, if you have a particular plan that you're thinking about, make sure that you have some of your thoughts organized on what your plan is and when you follow it and when you follow through with it over and over and over again you're strengthening your willpower you're strengthening um, you're strengthening your disciplines over a period of time that eventually become part of your character and that's when people say that motherfucker's weird that guy's strange. Like, why does he do that? Why doesn't mm-hmm. Seema care about lifting when he's already so jacked? It's like, no, he's so jacked because he cares about lifting. <laughs> that's how it worked out.
1: Yeah, I legit think that the cold plunge can replace antidepressants. I'm not saying cut them off if you are taking them, but like that's just how I, because I, 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 I have tried various things. And when I get in there, when I get out, I'm just like, holy shit, like I feel so much better. I 100% believe that, that that's true. But um, when it came to what you did drink the other night, what did you order? Do you remember? Oh, it,
0: it was literally um, – because we were at this like Italian-Mexican restaurant. It was a cocktail, so it was a mixed drink. Mm-hmm. It had some – Italian-Mexican restaurant. I know. Restaurant. I was like, wait a second. It had some rum and something we else We got in meatballs that. and tacos. <laughs> Ooh, meatball tacos. The, honestly, though, the fucking – the serving of food was just – it was so – it was like a $70 plate the amount of meat in it just i was just like bitch what oh was, this is this is fancy a, all, yeah like uh, it was, uh-huh. i mean it tasted good but yeah. at the end of the day i was just like i'm just they can't gonna go back home you. and eat more steak why can't why? they just size you up though why can't they like know. hey big man like you probably want a little bit more meat you've been like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah man but uh yeah it had like uh it had a rum and something else in it uh but it hit it really (laughs) is. And that's the thing, though. Like, I was fasted during the day. So Mm -hmm. that was the first drink. And right after I had that, like, five minutes later, I was just like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Episode title, How to Get Drunk Faster. But, like, in uh, War on Carbs, the book, right, you had a a recipe for a low-carb drink, didn't you?
2: Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff you Mm -hmm. can do. I mean, if you go with uh, hard alcohol um, and you just go with straight-up alcohol, I mean, that's a faster way (laughs) to get a better result without – Without all the calories, mm-hmm. um, there's like I don't remember exactly what was in the book, but mixing any hard alcohol with any diet soda is you know is always uh, uh, something that can be effective. And then certain types of wine, I think there's like uh, it. It might be like a brand. I think it's called like Dry Creek, where they mm-hmm. have like lower carbohydrate. I think if you type it, if you Google like Dry Creek and and lower carb. You'll find some lower carbohydrate uh, wines and stuff like that. But again, like when you're doing stuff like that – like I'm I'm not a big fan of like Halo Top and some of these other ice creams and stuff because like if I'm going to eat ice cream, I'm just going to eat ice cream. Mm. And if I'm going to drink, I'm not really that concerned about that part of it, about the drinks themselves having – uh, calories in them unless it's like straight up from soda because that's an easy replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I probably just would choose not to really have uh, an alcoholic beverage that had like juice in it because again, it's just like going to have 200 calories in it for no reason kind of thing.
0: You know what though guys, Real, I want to go back to the thing you were mentioning about prescription medication, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wild because I've been going through the book The Body Keeps Score and it, 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 it it does talk about um, the benefits that some of these SSRIs have had on individuals and people. Uh, but then I was also go- – I'm going through draws. I'm almost done with that book. And America – I mean you guys probably already knew this. But America consumes 75 percent of prescription medication. We are the – And are we better off? but but you know with with all the things that we've been learning from people in terms of how like these like cold plunging and I'm not fucking joking about the dopamine release from cold plunging getting sun in the morning Breathing the right way and the effect that that can have in terms of calming an individual down. But then the opposite side of the spectrum, where people don't get good sleep, people don't exercise, people are breathing in a way that's going to ramp up their sympathetic nervous system and make them like just very stressed. And all these things, all these just simple, kind of simple habits, because let's say you don't need a cold plunge, but you could take a cold shower. All these things that you could do for free that people aren't doing. But the the turn is let me get a medication instead. And again, I know that some people really do need these medications. But I, it's so wild to me how many people I know could just change a few habits in life and t- be totally off medication. But they're so dependent on it. And again, we in America were seventy five percent, like compared to all these other countries. Mm. It's
1: yeah.
0: it's an, it's.
1: Bad. yeah it's not what it's pre- it's not what's presented in front of everybody right It it is like when you turn on and you're watching anything on tv you see the fucking little sad cartoon circle jumping around you know it's like oh maybe i'm depressed oh maybe i should tell my doctor and your doctor's gonna be like fuck yeah like yeah you probably are here you go let's try this one yeah. and the weird thing is it's like it's not like a Cough medicine, where it's like, um, I have a cough. Okay, this thing's going to numb some shit, so that way I don't cough as much. When it comes to the brain, we have no fucking clue what we're doing. We're just like, here, try this shit. That didn't work? Okay, try this one. You got a headache? Try this one. You got, Like, you have it no idea. Cocktail, like- it, you just have to keep, they say, just keep trying until you find one. But that's that's where we go to. We don't go to, like, maybe there's some alternative ways we can approach this. We don't do that here.
2: Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't think you're ever going to take a pill that is going to... Uh, make you not feel bad about who you are when you are thinking about trying to be somebody else when you're thinking about like wanting to be like somebody else or you're thinking like I'm not there I'm too old why don't I own my own house why don't I have kids already why don't I this why don't I that and you just I don't think there's pills for those things and i I believe that that's what most people suffer from and obviously there's like there's there's way more things in mental health than just that but yeah. I think I'm not a big believer that these drugs do much of anything. And I haven't researched it a ton, but in some of the information I've seen, it looks like you can show that there's studies that show that they have some efficacy and there's some studies that show that they don't. But it's also like pharmaceutical driven. Like people have something to sell. They have an agenda. They have uh, – they got products to sell. I do have some close friends that – um are bipolar and that kind of run the gamut on many different things that you would associate with mental health issues. And when I look at them, I'm like, they could lose weight. Like they could get on a diet plan. Like maybe it's harder for them to lose weight. Like I understand all the hurdles involved, uh, but can they, and maybe they can't be in the shape that they want to be in, but could they be better than they were yesterday? I think everybody can. I think a lot of people that are depressed and upset uh, and their uh, emotions fly around, their emotions kind of are are almost like they're getting drug around by uh, a bunch of wild horses sometimes based on the input that comes in. I think everybody can, can really fix that. And I don't think that you can fix it with the mind only because you can have a reinterpretation of things and that would be great if we can all just be like, yeah, don't act that way anymore and boom, you just decide not to. But I think you can get it through the physical. So if people stopped walking around so weak and they worked on making themselves stronger, if people stopped walking around uh, being 50, 60, 70, 100 pounds overweight, uh, they would, it might not fix everything, but they're going to feel fucking better. And I think that that drug would outweigh any drug a pharmaceutical company will ever make. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Take us on out of here andrew mm-hmm. all righty thank you everybody for checking out today's episode uh, please drop us a comment down below um, let us know what you guys thought about today's episode and uh yeah make sure you guys are subscribed if you guys are not subscribed hit that bell notification so you guys don't miss any more uploads and uh yeah when i say drop us comments drop us comments down in the comment section i, I really like uh hanging out with everybody during the premieres but for the algorithm it really helps if you guys drop comments down in the comment section so they stay there permanently. And uh, please follow the podcast at MB MBPowerProject on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My Instagram,
0: TikTok, and Twitter is at IamAndrewZNCima. Where are you at? Pretty sure we're at 1,500 in Discord right now. So we're close to 2,000. Join the Discord below in the description box. We uh, interact with you guys there. We get a lot of topics from you guys from there, and we're able to see what you guys are interested in. And see my yin yang on Instagram and YouTube. And see my yin yang on TikTok and Twitter. Mark?
2: I'm at Mark's Billy Bell. Strength is never weakness. Weakness never strength. Catch you guys later. Bye.